Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Before we get into the big news from the weekend, couple notes. Number one, I uh, want to say, I uh, want to give a shout out to our new patrons over at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Man, we've got this thing now. The numbers don't lie. It's an exclusive show for our Friendo Club TV members. Uh, it's what we call our paywall. It's uh, Twitch subs, YouTube channel memberships, and, of course, on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. couple new patrons, uh, Fetal Unicorn, Nick May, Callum Mann, David Dodson and Anthony R. Thank you very much for your support. Larson, speaking of the numbers don't lie, do we know who oh, the yes, uh, who do. is our uh, latest subject for this Thursday when we film it live so that people can Give vote? Give me a moment. Give me a moment. I had forgotten that. about that. Everything else going on in the wrestling world, but let me so check. So much me going on in the moment. world of Give wrestling. You also hold, get Power hold, Rank hold, live hold. on Tuesdays, uh, our, our exclusive Aha. show. And uh, right, do you want the results? Please, yeah. All right, so it was, it was the the original DX, China, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. And our subject for episode four, numbers don't lie, will be 
China. Whoa, wow. What a great pick, everybody. So you can vote mm-hmm. on every week. We put three names up. The $10 and up patrons get to get to vote on that. And then the $10 and up. And then uh, at $5, you get to vote in the survey. Or if you show up here live at a Twitch stream, you can uh, vote. Or if you're a YouTube channel member. So we offer, you know, for the friendos who are here and engaged and all that kind of stuff, we do that. So, uh, yep. so yeah, there's that. Uh, and then we also have an announcement that's kind of sad, but is kind of necessary for our own business. Um, we had said that we were going to uh, uh, go to Vegas. We had made plans for Vegas uh, for, uh, for of course, SummerSlam. We had planned on doing like a SummerSlam, but not doing SummerSlam thing. Uh, but given, you know, I saw this on Twitter, Elvira. You remember Elvira? Of course. The, the legend, right? Yeah. She pulled out of like two comic convention signings because of the Delta. Yeah. And uh, that's always sort of been in the back of our heads a little bit. And then uh, on top of that, once AEW announced, basically, I know they haven't announced it, but come on. They've announced it. United Center, Rampage, Friday before SummerSlam, CM Punk is probably going to be coming back to to wrestling. And it's like we had, no, like, literally, I'm going to be pulling into town probably, like, hours before that happens. There's no way for us as a business to do what we're supposed to be doing and and and, and covering that kind of stuff. There's no way we yeah, can do that. Massive, this could be a massive weekend, the world of professional wrestling. It's a big, big deal. And uh, and so we're like, hey, you know what? I hate to do this, but uh, we got to pull out of Vegas. So no friendo meet up there. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to the future, though, when things start really settling down. We get more shots in yeah, arms, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, and we don't have to deal with this stuff anymore. You know, uh, at the next maybe AEW, if there's like a star cast at an AEW or maybe, uh, uh, you know, WrestleMania. We'll do like Mania without Mania. We'll do WrestleCon, do a mm-hmm. live show. Um, just the stars weren't really lining up for this Vegas thing. Didn't seem like it, no. Yeah. No. Uh, no. So, so yeah, we're going to be doing uh, uh, the SummerSlam weekend from home again. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. we'll be, be here at the usual spots. Me sitting here, you sitting there. Yeah. Um, bummed out that we'll get opportunity to meet a lot of the friendos. are going to be there for SummerSlam. Because whenever we do these type of trips, that's always the highlight is meeting everybody. Absolutely. I uh, feel like, dude. Chatting I, them up. It's always great. I feel like, I know this is like a little less than a year away, but I feel like double or nothing Vegas next year, that's probably got to be a sure bet. They they're, they might do a star cast for that. And if not, maybe we'll go anyways, you know? Yeah. We'll yeah. figure it out. There's going to be plenty of opportunities now that things are hopefully going to be winding back down over the next couple of months uh, in terms of this whole global pandemic thing that we'll get out on the road and everybody will be safe and we won't be, you know, worried about coughing each other's mouths. Cause there's nothing I like better than to cough in people's mouths. Larson. All right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, it's been kind of a crazy weekend. You got that right. Wrestling. I was, man, I was driving, I was driving to the Bay area on Saturday and I happened to look at my phone. Don't worry. Traffic was stopped. I wasn't moving. Traffic was bad. No, oh, I do check my phone. I do the same thing. Anyway, I do it when I'm going like, like 90 miles an hour, be honest with you. Yeah, I don't do that. Um, and you're like, hey, you're driving. And I say, yeah, what's up? And you say, Bray, why it got released? And I just about, it's a good thing I was stopped because otherwise I'm going to like. It'd been like Toonses. It'd been like Toonses. Yeah. Larson, no. <laughs> um, and uh, it, it blew my mind that he would get released. But that's not even the top story right now. That's not even the top story. You did right? a video on that Saturday. Thank you for that, Steve. Yeah. Um, because I was I was in traffic and then I was busy for hours afterwards. 
didn't even get back to the in-laws till like four o'clock. Yeah. Um, we're still going to talk about that, you know, cause we got yeah. also, I've, I've been anxious to get your thoughts on stuff. And um, there's more information since Saturday. So correct. Yeah. We will, we're going to talk about that in a sec. Yeah. Yeah. We will. But first, uh, could NXT's top star be a free agent soon? Bay Bay. Boom. The Wrestling Inc. Right. Is reporting that Adam Cole could be on the market, uh, at, Towards the end of this month, stating, quote, Adam Cole had been rumored to have his contract expire in 2024, but Wrestling Inc. has learned it is expiring this month after SummerSlam. Cole's contract was actually up after the Great American Bash, but he extended it. They continue. Cole has a lot of options in front of him, including companies who are not even in the current wrestling space. Uh, Fightful Select, by the way. Go subscribe to Fightful Select. He could be doing some gaming stuff, maybe. Uh, Fightful Select. Go subscribe to Fightful Select. They're the best. Added that the thought within WWE is that Cole's deal was up. At, this is within WWE, like the company. Yeah. The thought within WWE was that Cole's deal was up in December, but then realized, the company realized it actually expired in July. But then Cole signed an extension to work through SummerSlam weekend. Uh, PW Insider has more confirming Wrestling Inc.'s report, adding some more details knowing that the realization of Cole's expiring deal, quote, took a number of WB executives by surprise as a belief was Cole was locked in through January 2022. Multiple sources within WB confirmed the story, admitting frustration that had become public. PW Insider can also confirm that the timing of the company learning of the Cole contract issue very much lines up with the timing of the departure of Canyon Seaman. Yeah. Man. So there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, there's... The prospect of Adam Cole being a free agent, which is which is which is in theory great because yeah. it's great for him. Yeah, he's got tons of leverage. Oh yeah, he is the he's NXT's top guy. He's in contention for being the greatest one of uh, being one of the NXT great, uh, greatest superstars. Period. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like him, yeah, it's Finn. It's Oscar. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know. Obviously, we're gonna get to this in a little bit. He's got history with a lot of people in AEW. So if you hear he's a free agent, you think, oh, man, him and AEW, that would be outstanding. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, it's 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 it, in one sense kind of mind boggling, but another sense cause hearing stories about how uh, how WWE can be run at times that no one would be on top of the fact that his contract expired or was set to expire very quickly. But then you hear about the Alistair Black thing where no one revised his contract to make it a, a, a 90 day no compete rather than a 30 day when he got brought up. You know, this, I guess this type of, of administrative stuff falls through the cracks sometimes there. Um, but this seems like a pretty significant one where the, the guy who's the cornerstone, more or less, or one of the cornerstones of NXT is like, surprise, free agent. It's like they, they, they were able to go literal decades not needing to be on top of shit. Because what were they going to do? They were going to leave? No, probably not. Oh, well, we don't have to worry about this stuff. Now they have to be on top of this stuff. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's weird that they need like competence now after seemingly that not being a necessity. Um, I, I believe he does have leverage. Maybe not as I mean, given that he it's been how many years now and he and he's he's had he had one really cool spot on the main roster when they invaded SmackDown yeah. during Survivor Series twenty nineteen. Um but beyond and yeah, he's huge in NXT. Beyond that, 
I, I mean, I don't know if Vince would really care if he left. I would hope that he did, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's funny because like, so I did the, that video on, on Wrestle Juice on my solo gig, mm-hmm. on my side gig this past, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about my thoughts on that because I want to get years about the Bray Wyatt stuff. But my general thesis was Vince wants versatile guys who can be heel, they can be face, they could do comedy, they could do serious. Adam Cole is all that. The only mm-hmm. thing he's not is like 6'2", you know? Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. neither was Daniel Bryan, and they seemingly are furious, if the reports are to be believed, that he left. You would think that Adam Cole would say right now, hey, you need to put me on SmackDown or Raw or something. Well, he here's the flip side of that, though, is exactly if he wants to go, he could see the track record by and large, especially recently, of NXT Colts and be like, hmm. Nah, no, thank you. You know, that's we don't know. We don't know what his ambitions are. We don't know where he wants to take his career, obviously. But, you know, given how uh, even as recently as is carrying cross, someone gets called to NXT and instead of watching this guy wrestle and thinking, wow, this guy's got a future. NXT is really producing some stars. You're watching his first match and, and you're thinking why do they have their champion lose Jeff Hardy under two minutes. You know, yeah. like from a creative standpoint, it's not as if the main roster is really fulfilling the potential promise of these NXT call-ups. That's true. And you're right. We don't we don't know the guy. Um, and I don't know if it would be a if he would look at, you know, contemporaries, I guess, like Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn, who have been pretty who have been treated pretty well. If you look at Daniel Bryan and say, hey, I can do that. Or if he'd look at carrying cross and be like. I don't want any part of that. That's not my jam. I don't know. Or Alistair. Or yeah. Alistair. Or, or Alistair. Or, you, know, you know. You know. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know what he would what he would want. Um, but it, it, it is crazy that they would they would let this happen. They'd be like, oh, oh, my God, he doesn't have a contract now. He's just sort of, you know, and they, they all of a sudden they have to do an, an extension. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting stuff. Uh, it's it's. It's funny. WWE is just doing really interesting things right now, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. They're making some head-scratching decisions, to say the least. Uh, before we move on to Bray stuff, uh, Britt Baker, of course, she is AEW Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. Also, she is Adam Cole's girlfriend. Uh, she was recently interviewed by the Daily Star, I believe, inside the United Kingdom, if, if, I'm, if I'm correct on that, and was asked about Adam Cole potentially joining AEW, to which she said, quote, I think it's funny when people say he has to go to AEW because of Brit, because there are so many more people in the AEW who have played a bigger role in the wrestling side of his life. People like the Young Bucks, Kenny. He was in the Bullet Club for the majority of the indie career people know him for. He has such a history in AEW that if he came here, the storylines are endless, but he's happy where he is. So if he were to jump ship and come my way, that would be awesome. But if he stays in WWE forever, then I'd be happy too. I just want him as I just want him to be happy. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Um, and, you know, I you would think, dude, you would think that given that he said that he, he signed that extension and was like, hey, I'll see what my options are. You would think that he might not be itchy to leave. You know, if he yeah, was, you would think that, that he would be just gone. Um, so it does seem like staying there and seeing what his options are. Well, like when you texted me last doing, night yeah. about with this news, like the first thing I said was, He's going to put over Kyle O'Reilly and then mm-hmm. and, and it could next, be you know? it could be, hey, I want to do what I can do for my friends before I bolt. 
Yeah. Um, and like hats off to him too, if it's a situation where he's in the midst of a story, especially a story with someone he's close with, to see that through before saying, "All right, now it's time to weigh my options." You know? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to leave your dude high and dry. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously the guy has, you know, it it would be for anybody who followed his career pre NXT, it would be an absolute dream for him to go to AEW. Uh, it would be a massive deal for AEW, um, who seems to be picking up, you know, a lot of smart pieces along the way, making a lot of smart moves. Um, so yeah, I mean, this, the next couple months are going to be very, the next month is going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Who would you like to see him if if he heads to AEW? Let's just do this because it's fun. A faction for Adam Cole in AEW. I mean, the the great thing is you'd have if if you if you play out this super elite stuff. Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, they both throw a lot of wrenches potentially in that storyline. So originally it was supposed to be Adam Cole and the Cody role of the, the bullet club storyline in new Japan, right? Yeah. Where it leads to them splitting, you know? So have Adam Cole show up in AEW. Mm-hmm. He's the one that kind of, uh, starts to, to, to cause the, 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 the super elite to break up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Middle of a match tag match. He's tagged with Kenny. He's doing all the Adam Cole babies he can he can he can do. That was my favorite tag match of all time. You can take the Golden Lovers versus the Young Bucks. Give me give me the one where Adam Cole is acting like a total jackass. It was great. At least a dozen times you hear Adam Cole baby. I would that. explode if you just hear. And I know he had like a different theme that like Britt used for a, for a second. I think in AEW early oh, you want on. The Adam Cole baby baby. I bay, want bay, the bay, New bay, Japan baby 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 baby. I want that to kick in. Oh, it'd be brilliant. It'd be absolutely brilliant. I wonder what you know. It'd be funny, like if he if he was able to convince Tony Khan to uh, to, to 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 buy a licensed theme, it'd probably be something nerdy like Halo, like, like oh yeah, like a Halo theme song or something, <laughs> something nerdy like that. Um, so uh, so yeah, I don't know the stuff about like them not knowing like the right hand, not knowing what the left hand's doing. My God, that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I understand why they're upset that why that got out publicly. But at the same time, you got. They got to take care of their own. They got to take care of their stuff. You know, you got to take care of your stuff, man. Like, what are you doing over there? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done. Well, inside to outside repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project 
in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, let's talk about Bray Wyatt's release. Uh, so obviously that shocked the world this weekend. Fifle Select has some more details. Uh, knowing that all the talent was told that Wyatt's release was due to budget cuts, a, com- a consensus among those Fightful spoke to uh, thought that it was uh, was that, quote, almost nobody in the company truly believed this was a budget cut, adding that Wyatt was a known merch mover. Fearful, oh, fearful. Fightful is reporting that Wyatt's release, as well as a rationale provided, created, quote, a gigantic amount of frustration with the roster with several longtime stars feeling as if their own jobs could potentially be in jeopardy, uh, Andrew Zarian tweeted today that he was, quote, hearing a lot of frustration from the networks regarding Bray's release. Uh, quote, Bray's release is really disappointing and a little scary that top stars are being let go. This is according to one of Zarian's uh, network sources. Uh, he continues, you have to remember perception is everything. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, the dude was all about spectacle and theatrics, which is what WWE does really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it, it's funny because, like, I, I do think that there's any number of in, very interesting things you could do with The Fiend in WWE. But given how they book things in WWE, I can understand why he potentially might not be seen as something that they would want to deal with. You know, like, I, I get so the main the main thesis, I guess, argument I was making in my WrestleJuice video was that Vince does want wrestlers who can fill any number of slots. They, he'd prefer guys like, you know, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Sheamus, Riddle, who can do, who obviously is is incredibly dramatic in the ring. And then on the outside the ring, he's a guy. I think Riddle's like the guy that Vince McMahon looks at as like, man, this is the kind of guy that I want, you know, who brings like killer matches. And on the, on the outside of the ring could do any number of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. comedy especially because Vince loves comedy. Mm-hmm. And Bray doesn't fit that. Bray's a, he's a creative mind. Um, his character is a horror movie villain. I mean, you mentioned this, you know, uh, last night when we were talking about it. How it's like he, he is what he does seems better suited for Hollywood, anyways, for like actual yeah. narrative stuff instead of the world I mean, of pro wrestling. Because there have been several times during the Fiends run where like the story is interesting, and then they get into a wrestling ring, and I'm like, this just there's a disconnect here between how the story in terms he's he's telling outside the ring should should continue and resolve itself versus kind of the the tropes of pro wrestling that we're forcing upon this story and it was always kind of a disconnect in my mind and and you know if 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 Wyndham Rotunda has stories he wants to tell may you know this is speculation it seems WB might not be the best platform for how he wants to tell those stories now who's to say that another company can't be if he's given a little more leeway in terms of, or a lot more leeway in terms of what he could do creatively. Um, and maybe it's a situation where he's like, Oh, you know, maybe the stories I want to tell just aren't suited for pro wrestling. Maybe there's other avenues I can use to tell these stories. Don't it's, know. It's such a weird thing. Like Vince seemed really high on the fiend because of, I think all the spectacle he brought and just how creative the character was, but he was never, but I, I think maybe he even understood, man, like I took this guy all the way to the top. He was universal champion. Um, I, I took this guy to the top. Now what do I do with him? You know, it's like as he falls to the mid card. And I, I like that AEW. One thing about AEW is that 
yes, they have their card is all over the place. Like you can have a Miro match, a TNT title match, main event of Dynamite. You can have, I mean, generally on their pay-per-views, because only four of them a year, generally you're going to have the AEW title, the world title, yeah. as main the main event. event. Generally speaking, that's going to be the case. Yes. Right. Yeah. But like on Dynamite, man, they place a heavy emphasis on the thing that they want to promote, regardless of where it's in the card. You got Darby Allen versus uh, Ethan Page in the main event on Dynamite in a special coffin match. Didn't involve any titles. Where do you consider that on the card? Well, it's in the mid card, but it main evented, you know? Yeah. They put an emphasis on the stories they want to tell as opposed to, well, this guy's in the main event or this guy's in the mid card. He's going to have that. That match is going to be in the mid card. It's really interesting how they rotate their card so it's all over the place. And it makes yeah. everybody look strong in their own way without needing titles associated with it. it's very interesting the yeah. way they do that also with the fiend i think because he had his return match against finn at SummerSlam, whatever year that was 2019 2018 and i believe by the end of the year he had beat seth for the title yeah that was yeah. too soon yeah you're pretty yes. much instantly booking yourself into a corner mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you've established this guy is basically unbeatable mm-hmm. and 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 so, and then they go and book him as unbeatable and then have Goldberg beat him relatively easily. Yeah. And yeah. so whatever mis- some of the mystique, I'm not going to say whatever, all the mystique, but some of the mystique, the, the character loses some of it because, all right, you've been booked a certain way. You go in the ring against Goldberg. Yes, I know he's booked as basically superhero, but he's in his 50s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't do the things that he used to do in the ring. Yeah. You see that when you watch his matches. And and so you have this this character, the fiend, who's got so much mystique, is booked as like a force of nature, basically. Lose to Goldberg in three minutes, and you're like, okay, well, some of the shine's off now. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a, a, like always a thing with Bray, seemingly, where they put him in a situation where, all right, they're onto some interesting stuff creatively, and then they kind of pull the rug out from under him. Mm-hmm, that yeah. seemed to happen all the time with him. Yeah, yeah, it's like, man, we want we want to push this guy like to the moon. But they're you know, the, the, to a degree, you know, it's like, but if Goldberg comes in, we're going to let Goldberg do whatever he wants because Goldberg doesn't want a job to a monster. Um, it's like then you you have to call an audible and, and find a different way out of that situation because you're just killing what the fiend is doing at that point mm-hmm. um, or give the fiend his own, basically his own island, the fiend island and say, hey, here's five guys to hold you over for. I mean, they did that Randy Orton feud for ages. Yeah. which I thought was kind of perfect. You know, it's like it, it extended itself way too long. But if you shorten it by like three months or so, you get a good meaty feud with a guy who wants to work with you, an, an upper level guy like Randy Orton. There's no mm-hmm. saying you couldn't have done that with the fiend with any other number of guys, you know, with mm-hmm. upper level guys, you don't need the title and you tell an interesting story. You say, Hey, Bray, go work with Drew for six months and you can get a lot out of it. You know, Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's surprising, but it's also kind of not surprising given how start stop they always were with the fiend. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I hope, you know, obviously number one on my mind is I hope Bray mentally is okay. You know, I hope that he's in a good spot. I hope he's healthy and I hope he wants to professionally wrestle some more. Um, and number two, as a fan of his, I don't see any other place beyond AEW as being the place. They seem to love guys who can come in with a ton of ideas and creativity. Yeah, you can talk about Impact. I feel like Impact's too small for him. I love Impact. You love Impact now. Um, Impact's great. 
uh, New Japan is terrific, but AEW's got to be the play, especially the fact, given how close he was with Brody Lee, that play mm-hmm. celebrates Brody Lee every single week at the head of their main show. You know, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of great stuff going on there um, for for him creatively. I, I would love to see him in AEW, but obviously, first and foremost, I'd love to see Wyndham do what Wyndham wants to do with his life, you know? Exactly. But as a exactly. fan, it's okay to fantasy book, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. Speaking of fantasy book, and let's fantasy book Ric Flair and AEW, uh, Wrestling Inc. and Fightful are both reporting that Ric Flair has requested and has been granted his release by WWE Effective Today. Uh, Fightful Select, again, go subscribe to Fightful Select. Absolute best. Um, added that a frustrated Flair reached out directly to Vince McMahon to voice his displeasure about some recent booking decisions and requested his release. Sorry, I can't talk today. What booking decisions? This time for reckless speculation. What is he talking about? What reckless? Well, I mean, what the what what booking decisions? Uh, I can't remember if it was the fightful thing or elsewhere where I read that he was not happy about the Lacey Evans storyline. Really? Wow, yes. that's interesting. I would have thought that he would have been like shutting that down from the get go if he if he wasn't into it. That's interesting. I actually kind of really like the stuff between him and Charlotte with regards to that story. I thought it was pretty strong stuff. But so it was fightful select. Yeah, fightful okay. Because Flair had been outspoken about his disdain for the Lacey Evans storyline. Wow. This year. Um, you know, and a lot. Obviously, a lot of people, given that AEW, they've got Sting over there. They've got Tully. They got Arn. Got all that. They got you know. They got all those guys over there. They just need to bring in RoboCop. How about this? Yeah, that's all. That's all you need. But let me offer this. What about Ric Flair in Los Ingobernables de Japón? Him, good. Naito, Sonata, Ticking Time Bomb. What do you say? You like that? That's good. Or is he more of a Bullet Club type guy? No, I can see Lij. Yeah. Chaos. Uh, uh, the Empire. Uh, mega today. coaches. The me- Oh, the mega coaches. There you go. I like it. Big things for their future. Um, yeah, no, I mean that'd be great to see him in AEW. That'd be terrific. He'll be in AEW within three months. He's swerving sting in some are, regard. Are there four horsemen there to be had with? You got Tully, you got Arn, you got Rick. I mean, sting, 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 sting was in the horseman, horseman for, but you know, yeah, then he, he got swerved. For a bit. So he's got to yeah. know better at this point. Bring in Sid, and he they can bring, bring in, in Robocop. Sid, right? Bring in Sid. Who else could you bring in? What about the 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 Paul Roma, Barry Windham? Was the other Wyndham a horseman? That was Barry, right? Yeah, it's just Barry. Barry Wyndham. Yeah. Roma's still around. Is he? He's still alive, right? I think. Right? Luger. Think. Yeah. Luger. You can bring it. Doesn't Luger still live in Florida? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Paul Roma's, Paul Roma's still alive. <laughs> Malenko? You got Malenko yeah. there? You got like eight yeah. horsemen there. You get yeah. Rick in there? Man, how do you not just make all the money from that? I know. I know. Agreed. Absolutely. Uh, one last bit of news before we get to a raw preview and answer some questions. Uh, so according to PW Insider, uh, they're reporting that we shouldn't expect to see the man at SummerSlam, Ooh. stating that Becky Lynch currently currently isn't factored into any plans for SummerSlam, and that, quote, the word going around at WTV tapings over the last week was that she would be returned to TV this fall with October yeah. openly discussed. So that sounds like probably... Draft. Wow. October. Ooh. Nobody tell Maggie yeah. that. Is Maggie still here? She's going to be mad. 
Uh, yeah, what a bummer. I guess are they just like uh, I wonder what that's all about. You know, maybe it's a situation where they were going to do her versus Bailey. Bailey unfortunately got hurt, mm-hmm. um, and now they don't they like whatever creative ha- plans they had in place. Like there's, you know, that Sasha is going to be taking on Bianca at SummerSlam. Maybe they'll think, all right, we'll do that at SummerSlam. Maybe do a rematch because that's what WWE does the following pay per view, and then October, um, we can start working on. Assuming that uh, Becky and Seth are on SmackDown, mm-hmm. uh, start doing a program with with Becky and Sasha. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Could be. I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, this fall. But like all October. things, WWE plans change all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know how this Sasha Bianca thing is going to play out, but it could be a way to get. Becky the title back and then Bianca goes to to Raw maybe if they want to flip things like that in the draft but I guarantee dude I guarantee like the draft I wonder if they have any hint of what they want to do with the draft yet or if they're going to wait to like the day of oh probably the day of man yeah probably the day of what about me (laughs) damn Q says yeah she'll be replaced by Gigi Dolan how about that wrestling news now? Calling uh, uh, Bray Wyatt being uh, uh, going to AEW, being released by WWE. Yeah, that's something else. Man, that's something else. I'm telling you, go subscribe to Wrestling News Now. <laughs> Maybe they're onto something. They're onto something. They called Otis winning a couple years ago when I called it. Now really? they got Bray. Yeah, wow. they uh, they all they wow. thought it was going to be Otis and Mandy though. Ah, uh, Wrestling News Now. You're half right. Best. Yeah, man. Uh, we got a Raw tonight. Goldberg will return to Raw to address Bobby Lashley and MVP. Oh man, I hope they CM Punk him out of that building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a fan of people taking over like that. But oh, how great would that be? That'd be pretty great. <laughs> I might actually watch. That would be live. pretty neat. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's gonna be like watching a car wreck that Chicago crowd. Because yeah, that's yeah, raw preview else. number one. Is they're in Chicago. They just, you know, they are going to be chanting some iteration of Bray Wyatt's name. What if that whole crowd just starts, like the entire show, they start singing, got the whole world in his hands? Got the whole world in his hands, yeah. I would not be surprised what happens. God dang. I would not be surprised. Uh, Also, in a championship contender match, Nikki ASH, a no holds barred match against Charlotte Flair. And then Riddle to face a colossal challenge against Amos. Ooh. Well, you're going to say Bronson Reed there for a second. The colossal. Oh, yeah. That would, Bronson Reed. That would, that would work, too. But he's still, he's still in NXT. He is. He is. Yeah. All right. You want to answer some questions? Uh, yeah. Let's answer some questions. We've got a thread here on the Twitters. What's the first question today, Larson? Uh, this is from uh, Juan Guerrero Jr., Mr. Triple Mania himself. Says, this past Saturday, I attended a local Lucha Libre show, and the main event was Andrade versus Alberto Del Rio versus Carlito. I assume Carlito was there to take the fall, and I was right. What are your thoughts in general on a third man being added to matches so the bigger stars don't lose? It's a, a standard wrestling trope. You got two guys or two women in a match, and then a third party is 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 shoehorned into that match. The general assumption is that third party is going to take that pinfall or the loss. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? If the match itself is compelling, then uh, then I, I guess I'm cool with it. Why? Wait. Why would they need Carlito in there to take the pin when you have Alberto Del Rio? Why doesn't that guy take the pin? 
Yeah, you should be taking the pin. He should totally be taking a pin. If I was Carlito, I'd be like, I don't think so. That's not cool. You would take the pin. Aren't you up on charges? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Retardesty uh, says, I know the hot thing to assume these days is so-and-so to AW. But with all these big names being released and some being swooped by AW, is it a financially viable move to see them sign guys like Bray or Adam Cole when his contract expires? So my general response to a question like this is AW knows their business a lot more than mm -hmm. I would. So I'm not qualified to answer that. But I will suggest this. Tony Khan knows how to make money. And I assume that he's going to sign people that he knows he can make money signing mm -hmm. them. So mm -hmm. I think probably yes, it'd be a financial, financially viable move to sign guys that he thinks he can make money from. So far, his track record with signing former WWE talent has been pretty solid. Pretty good track record so far. But pretty good track record. You know. Uh, Rich Hardesty, I know. Oh, you already read that one. Sorry. B-Man, Rick Sparks. How would you book a return for Ronda Rousey after the next Mania? The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man, I'll, I'll go the uh, I'll go the Louis Dangor route here, and uh, you just hit her music and have her walk out, <laughs> face off with whoever is champion. Ronda, you can kind of slot as a baby face or a heel. You know, she she we she's above to, all that stuff. We still need to see one on one her versus Becky Lynch. That still needs to happen. Yeah, she'd she'd come off and she'd come out and then she'd be the heel against Becky Lynch. Just hit her music, mm -hmm. have her go out there, and and everything would fall into place. Yep, uh, Kirsten. If Stone Cold started a film review podcast, what should it be called? Man, I, I sent you that picture and I t tweeted it out. If you ever get a chance to go to like a decent dollar store, because there's like a dollar store in like a nicer area over here, and it's like a yeah. nicer dollar store. Uh, their DVD selection is outstanding because they're all for a dollar. I have like n none of these titles. It's all stuff that'd be like in the... Uh, I don't know, a movie about Hollywood, like a comedy set in Los Angeles yeah. with yeah. like featuring some film producer played by, I don't know, like Steve Martin or something. And it's all these fake movie names. 
but they're real and they're available for 99 cents at the dollar store. So there was one called Basketball 316, but it's like a Christian basketball urban drama. <laughs> Is there any any uh, movie terms we could sl- we could slot into DTA? Uh, How about don't trust anyone with your film reviews? <laughs> that's terrible. That's really I know bad. it's terrible. Uh, film movies. I'm sure chat will have something good. What do you guys got? Probably way more clever than anything that. That's all that, bad. That I could come, come Bro- up. With. Oh, there you uh, go. That's good. White Brownie has broken film sessions. There you I go. like that. That's good. Yeah, the broken film sessions. Uh, Rob, Rob, <laughs> don't Rob Observer says, "What will what will Ric Flair's podcast with the son-in-law Conrad Thompson be called?" What was it called the first time? I know it wasn't with Conrad, it's but he called, was it just the Ric Flair show? It was the Ric Flair show? Thought. Uh, it'd be uh, it'd be uh, uh, styling, profiling, styling and podcast. Podcast, you got to beat the podcast. Yeah, there you go. To be the podcast, that's so ugly. Uh, let's see here, Blake Elizondo of the people in the rumors and releases. Punk Bray, Brian Cole. Should any of them win the AEW title before Hangman? No. Um, and they really need to like. I, I still think the AEW title. Like I, I feel like the TNT title is going to end up being like the XWWE guy title or something because that WWE t- that AEW title should have this lineage: Hangman, MJF, Jungle Boy. That's what it should be, and that should be honestly for the next like five years. It should be for a mm-hmm. very long time. Those are the guys you keep building, and then you also have guys like you know Punk Bray, Brian Cole. They're, you know, either vying for the TNT title. The great thing about AEW, like I already said, they don't need titles for interesting no. stories. They do a good job of coming up with interesting stories. It's this one of the things they get they get right that, you know, whether the stories were good or not, it's another thing entirely. But back in the Attitude Era, everybody had a story. Mm-hmm, yeah. On TV, you had a story. Yeah. You know? Uh, NJWP, how could the release releases this year... Or, uh, or WWE's new attitude, for example, Nick Khan's influence bite them in the arse in the future. WWE may not see AEW's competition, but they could allow them to become the place where wrestlers with vision prosper. I mean, Vince has, a, I think, a, a, an idea of what he thinks pro wrestling is, what needs to be to be successful now. And I, it seems like that vision doesn't include uh, uh, people that have uh, really uh, uh, interesting creative minds, seemingly. You know, if if the releases of, of of Malachi Black, Bray Wyatt are be believed, you know, it seems like if you're running a place where you're you're, you know, what you're doing is telling stories, you want good storytellers there to work for you. And by all accounts, it seems like Bray Wyatt and Alistair Black were good storytellers. It had ideas about how to tell new and interesting stories within the confines of professional wrestling. It seemed like Vince really wanted to deal with that. I, I, I'm going to, I'll frame the exact same thing, but not as much, but making it sound like not as much as, uh, as a knock. Because I feel like, again, he still has a stacked roster with guys who you can slot into stories that are written 
by their huge writing staff. You know, it's like as long as you can tell the story that you're giving them to tell, then I don't see a problem with that. Now, are they able to 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 tell to give these people good stories? The track record's really spotty lately. There's some good yeah. stories. There's some really crappy stories. There are some that they just endlessly repeat. Charlotte versus Nikki Cross endlessly until you get to SummerSlam. Um, you know, there was that period towards the end of Thunderdome when, oh, my God, Raw was like, what, 60% rematches, and it's unbearable. Yeah. It's unbearable. Yeah. So they still, even they can release half of their roster, and they'd still have a stacked roster. That's what happens when you hoard talent. There's a lot mm -hmm. of great talent out there, and they have mm -hmm. a lot of great talent still on their roster. It's a matter of letting their writers write cool stuff and making sure it gets to the television product. And if they can get to the point where their stories have a sense of urgency, when they, they avoid repetition, and they have cool moments based off of a long-term plan, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. you'll see your ratings go up. It's just they lack that right now, and that's why their ratings do. go down. Drastic go down. Drastic Fear and loathing. With all the recent releases and talent becoming available, do Mothman and Nightbot have anything to worry about? Oh yeah, at some point, Mothman he'll 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 be future endeavored. <gasps> wow, wow, new rumor. Interesting. What about Nightbot? That's definitely that that that's definitely be future endeavor. Nightbot's gonna be future endeavor. No, not Nightbot. That voice. Oh no, Wrestling Channel News voice. Scary. Uh, Nast says, uh, "Let's see. I'm trying to make sure none of these questions kind of mirror each other." He says, "Do you think the title of WWE guy should be reserved for people trained and built exclusively in the WWE system?" I I kind of feel like it's just people people use that title kind of lazily. And it's like, you know, I don't, I guess like when, when Jericho hop shipped to WWE, what did in the message boards back then, did they say, oh, he's a WCW guy? Did you and I refer to him as a WCW? I don't remember like sort of labeling people like that because WCW had been around for a while and WWE yeah, was Jericho around for a while. Yeah, Jericho had been around for a while prior to that. It wasn't like he was trained at the power plant, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like if if Goldberg like DDP if, DDP was a WCW guy, Goldberg yeah. a WCW guy. I mean, even I know I know Sting wrestled prior to WCW, but he made his name in WCW. I saw Booker T as a WCW guy, but I did. I I don't feel like that stuff was used as a knock the way no. like they use like that element of of wrestling fandom uses it, which I think is silly. You know. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like oh he's a like you're gonna really call Andrade a WWE guy, like really that guy was like busting his ass for probably two decades before he showed up in NXT. Um, so I don't know. I think it's kind of silly to label anybody a this or that guy mm -hmm. because it's like what does it matter? He's a big you know yeah, exactly. he's a big star. If AEW is picking up names that they know they can make money off of. After they had made a plat built a platform for themselves on the WWE umbrella, how is that a knock? It's 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 a silly thing to to brand somebody a certain guy. They're a wrestler. They're talent. Whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Biff Top Johnny, which version of Johnny Gargano? John. John. 
do you think has the highest ceiling on the main roster? So you got DIY John, John, smiling NXT champion, heel North American champion, or the way John Gargano. I mean, like the way John Gargano has, if I feel like we finally unlocked the full uh, breadth of Johnny Gargano's personality. And it's outstanding. He's been doing great work. I think the way Johnny Gargano is the most main roster suitable Johnny Gargano because, yeah, he can be heel, he can be. Uh, face, he can be comedy, he could be serious. I think he fills all that mm-hmm. stuff. What he can't be, unfortunately, is 6'2", which seems yeah. to be a problem for guys in WWE. I hope that's not the case. I hope that you know he has all the success wherever he goes. Yeah. Uh, Dalen Dula, while sitting outside in the breeze, you were inspired to book a wrestling promotion around a character called the Oscillating Fan. Oh, nice. I got that guy right there. What wrestler do you think would most thrive in this role, a wrestler as the oscillating fan, and and best embody the cooling presence and gentle calm of a regular home oscillating fan. When I think of a calming presence, a cooling presence, I think of Keith Lee. He's got a very lovely voice. Yes. He, he's a very calming voice, but then he could do really cool shit too, just like an oscillating fan. Yeah. I mean, the oscillating fan just goes like this. So I know, I, but I'm it makes it cool. The oscillating part of it going back and forth. Back, back and, forth. and forth. Okay. Back and forth. Uh-huh. So I think, granted now, no more BS, Paul White, because the WB heel face, good. heel okay, face. That's He's good. oscillating like yeah. the heel face spectrum. The spectrum. That being said, you listen to him on commentary, he's got a very calming presence. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. got a very calming voice. Yeah. I'm going to say Paul White. That's good. Uh, Claudio Gatan. Uh, what are what are five things that Bray could say in his first shoot interview? Do you think? I don't think he's gonna. I, I'd be kind of surprised if he did one. I'd be pretty surprised. He seems to. I think this dude knows that when he shows up, it needs to be under a cloud of extreme mystique. Yep. Yep. Thousand percent. Um, I just had one here. Uh, Jonathan Faust. Will Kyle O'Reilly be the new Triple H pet project if Cole leaves? I already feel like Kyle O'Reilly is. He's already that. He's, He's already, already there. there. Hey, I went to the store called Hot Topic. I think you should dress like the, like that store is. I think that I'm capturing the zeitgeist. Uh, let's see here. Oh, God. This happened? Patrick J says, what do you think of the fans showing up to Rey Mysterio's house to get him to sign his merch? Ooh, I think he should be do arrested. That. Don't do that shit. Don't That's do that. That's horrible. Don't do that. That's terrible. Don't do that. Uh, Kane James, we talk about Hangman kicking out of the one-winged angel a lot, and I think he should, but should he hit Kenny with the one-winged angel? And then we can have Kenny be the first to kick out of it. Or maybe Hangman first, then Kenny, same match. What are your thoughts? Man, somebody hitting Kenny with a one-winged angel, that'd be cool. I hope they do that in their eventual match, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Gareth asks, from any current promotion, who is your favorite ring announcer today? He says he personally loves Alicia Taylor from NXT. Oh, she's great. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she is really good. She's really good. Uh, Probably. It's probably Justin Roberts. Probably, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's he's really good. 
I miss uh, what was that? What was Alberto's dude name? Oh, uh, Rod Rodriguez. What was his first name? Ro Rico. Rico. Was it Ricardo? Ricardo. He was good. I liked him. He was good. Uh, let's see here. Hugh Long, have you assuming Hangman wins the AW title at All Out? Where does the story with the elite go? Apparently, there's uh, isn't there like a report that he's not even going to be at All Out now? Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy. I guess it's not Ricardo. that. They're they're, Ricardo. That's got to be. What's that? Ricardo. Rodriguez. Ricardo. Um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I, I imagine if that's true, if he's not going to be at All Out, they have some like story. super loss of confidence storyline for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and, oh man, Jorge Disa. Steve, did you send your SummerSlam TikTok in? I forgot. Oh, oh I is the deadline passed already? I think the is the deadline passed. Do we know? We're gonna find out in our post show, because that's gonna do it for us today. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.